Welcome to the Skillshop Pincast, episode 69. Nice. All right. Hey. <laughs> I'm Graham. I'm Kayla. And uh, man, how are you doing, Kayla? I'm good. You know, things are nice. It's a sunny weekend in Seattle. Yeah. Can't complain. It's hard to beat that. Uh, golly jeepers. Uh, it's, I don't, it's weird to talk about what we've been doing since the last episode, since we haven't released the last two episodes. We're banking right. them. This episode, I... This means nothing to, again to the listener <laughs> listening to it in their ears at whatever time in the future. But for us, I'm excited to get this episode in the can because that means that we're going to put out episode 67. That's right. And mm-hmm. then four weeks from now, this will come out. Mm-hmm. So psyched about that. Uh, but regardless, things that I... I, I okay, shout out to Jeff. Uh, Jeff Gagnon. Uh, because he hosted Wu-Tang Brunch this year and that is an important event that is near and dear to my heart. People were so excited about... Uh, his house is the spot. Uh, he had a really good time, too. Everybody, of course, was thrilled that there was pinball on right. the premises. So that's all I really got at the top of the show. Thanks, Jeff. Did you end up doing any Wu-Tang-themed uh, pinball tournaments? We didn't, and I really wish we would have uh, maybe next year. Yeah. Uh, as of a couple a year or two ago, we uh, have started a speed chess tournament as part Ooh. of Wu-Tang Brunch. Before that, we played a Towerfall tournament for right. a few I years. I played with the Towerfall. Yeah. yeah. And I get, like, why people are into the chess thing and it's a fun it's a weird thing especially when people are like day drinking and like smoking right uh to have to play speed chess like plus there's the mysteries of chess boxing thing kind of butang uh uh reference so i get it but i also think at this point it's a tradition to rotate tournaments so i Mm -hmm. do hope and i do plan to introduce a pinball tournament next year because it does sound like Jeff was game for hosting again. So once yeah. again, thank you, Jeff, and we look forward to many happy returns. That sounds really fun. There's got to be some Wu-Tang references in there that relate to pinball. There's, oh, absolutely. I'm sure there are. There's got to be. They just, <laughs> they like cool stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, Kayla? What's new? Oh, I guess not too much. I played at the weekly Tacoma t- Triple Knock Tournament this past Wednesday and got two strikes within the first four rounds. And I was like, ugh, mm. here, it's coming. Any, any one of these games could be the last one. And then I just kept winning and winning and winning. And some of them were not like glorious wins. Like I shouldn't win a game of Iron Maiden with 5 million points, but I did, you know, (laughs) I'll take it. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I was drawn on Star Wars next and I was like, oh man, I don't want to go out on Star Wars. This sucks. Like, I don't know how to play this game. And my friend Bo Kellogg was like, forget about it. Just play defense. Like keep the ball alive, shoot whatever you can. Like don't stress about how you're supposed to play it. Just keep the ball alive. And then I ended up walking away with putting initials up on that game, you know? Yeah. So I like totally a game changer. We should bring him in and have his pinball philosophies spoken to the world. I would love to have (laughs) a a competing round table of pinball philosophies. Let's get some debates of of our times going on. He's got a whole like, um, how pinball mindset relates to first person shooters and or no not like side scroller shooters okay like space invaders like like it's not about how many guys you kill it's about staying alive like uh-huh. i don't know yeah i <laughs> he'd be better off uh, explaining it than i would but it made sense and it clicked at the moment and i ended up with fifth place maybe if i hadn't tilted that third ball of metallica it would have been cash but <laughs> that's all right um and i guess that's it for me we should bring in our guest here i too. agree let's ask our friend Steven Donaldson, welcome hey. to the show. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah. What have you been up to lately before we talk about the rest of your life? <laughs> oh man, uh, just getting out and playing pinball around the Seattle area uh-huh. and uh, and trying to find unique games that different bars and such have around. Um, it's, it's fun exploring Seattle and trying to find different places to play because all of them have different games and 
even if they have the same game, they play different. Absolutely. For sure. What's been your most recent uh, new discovery uh, in terms of bars around Seattle for you? Oh, um, that you most enamored uh, with this year. You know, I've been going to Shorty's a lot. Um, I feel like Shorty's has a lot going on for pulling in the new games. They've got a Beatlemania and they've got a Jersey Jack Pirates. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll go over and put five bucks in each of those games, have some fun with it. Totally. I'm waiting for uh, Black Knight Sword of Fury. Sword of Rage. (laughs) Sword of Rage. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I, I, I said Sword of Fury because I found that there is a Swords of, of Fury, Fury yeah. down oh, yeah, that's right. White Center. Oh, there is the, one uh, on location now? Yeah. What, they used to have an 8-bit. It's, it's at the Southgate Roller Rink. Oh, fine. I was that's just correct. there on Wednesday. I, I did not ju- play it because nice. it was out of order. I was, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Just on my drive up here, I was like, man, that's what I should, because 8-bit doesn't open until 4, and I'm off work at 3 in Renton. Mm. I'm like, I should go to Southgate and just start roller skating instead of being in traffic. Yeah. <laughs> so now maybe that's, pinball will bring me back in. Yeah, that's, that's the way. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and, and it's ne- there's never been a better time to get games in at Shorty's because uh, they're moving soon. So mm-hmm. squeeze out all the memories you can of the original location, right? Yeah, I saw uh, they put on Facebook some pictures of the mm-hmm. new location and the layout that they're going to have, and that's going to be so cool. I know, it looks really neat. The trophy room upstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Lots more space to move in between games be nice mm-hmm. or maybe they'll just fit more games in yeah, yeah. Uh, sure <laughs> i guess we're already used to the crowded cramped hallway so <laughs> yeah it's it's true yeah no it, it'll be sad to see it go but yeah i think we're all optimistic mm-hmm. and you know every time avout closes the door he opens the window right <laughs> <laughs> i've been uh, like brainstorming about the logistics of that move too like uh, like i kind of want to just okay. hang out at bedlam and just watch this happen because so first of all they're a block away there's no sense in like renting a moving truck for that right no, like let's no. just get a couple hand trucks right i think so third or i guess second would be the next point that (laughs) second avenue is one way to the south Mm -hmm. like if they had even rented a a moving truck they would have to move it around a couple of blocks that's a really good point right so that sucks so they're probably just going to be pushing these games down the street and if (laughs) anyone needs to go volunteer and help like my car will be nearby so (laughs) they can just throw that game in the back of that (laughs) yeah i'm just kidding my car would never fit a pinball machine (laughs) So you think they're going to hand cart them down 2nd Avenue? It's got to be something like that. like yeah. Or maybe a slip and slide. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have one uh, one counterpoint. I think there's an alley that they could use. Oh, I don't okay. know. I, I'm not sure if that alley continues past Bell Street, though. I know there's one behind Shorty's. You know, my but... general rule of practice is to avoid alleys in Belltown. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's Reasonable. too many smells. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of smells. <laughs> a lot of smells going on. But yeah, that might be a good thoroughfare. Thoroughfare? Is that what I'm looking for? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Thoroughfare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, wh- employees at Bedlam, come let us know how that goes because yeah. you'll be front row seats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Stephen, uh, we have you on the show for reasons. Let's talk about those reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number one is that he responded to our Facebook re- request for new guests. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hey, so, I'm, awesome. I'm just happy to be on here. Thanks mm-hmm. for having me We're on. We're happy to have you. Yeah. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's, That's right. right. So, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, but you've got a, a fun, uh, cool, interesting personal history with pinball. Uh, currently, it's it, it involves being part of the scene here in Seattle. We can talk about your Monday Night Pinball exploits. But uh, let's let's work up toward that. Let's okay. let's dial it way back. Tell us your pinball origin story. Yeah. So um, my dad was really big into pinball back in the '70s as he was growing up, and in the '80s. I was born, you know, mid '80s ish, 
And so when we finally moved to Florida, which is where I did most of my growing up, we had a, a house with a kiss, a bally kiss mm. in the garage. Nice. And we would play that nonstop. As kids, you know, we were just flipping away. We didn't know what we were doing. But then we got more into it. We would go to the mall in Ocala and play Funhouse and Adam's Family, which were the two games on route there. <clears throat> and uh, then the kiss stopped working. Oh, and no. it went to a friend and was never to be seen again. Kiss of death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so pinball kind of stayed out of my life for a while until I moved up to Tallahassee, which is in North Florida in the Panhandle. And I met a couple of friends that were involved in the fighting game community scene um, because Street Fighter 4 and Marvel vs. Capcom were huge back mm. then. And one of them also started arcade collecting um, and kind of on the side, maybe get a pinball machine or two to fix up. And they had a black hole and a really beat up fun house that they got for $350, oh I think. Mm. But it worked. It just had a, a wire that needed to be soldered in the back box. Mm -hmm. um, so then I kind of got more onto the pinball side of it and said, oh, let me learn this again. Because I remember this being really great. And then we started fixing up games and buying more. And uh, my buddy Adam said, you should get your own game and fix it up from scratch. And I said, oh, that sounds good. So I got a really beat up. Uh, Gottlieb Monte Carlo, mm. part of the premier era of games yeah. in the late 80s. I love that game so much. Um, and so then I started teaching myself how to fix the games with really great online resources like PinWiki and PinRepair. Mm. Um, and and PinSide even has a lot of threads about weird mm. issues that games can have. And even stuff like Todd Tucky and TNT Amusements oh, on yeah. YouTube, the amount of stuff he shows under the glass and in the back box is really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. So I just kept fixing more games and eventually between uh, Adam and Rob and myself, we were kind of the three that were working on the arcade. We would open up uh, in Tallahassee, there is this thing called First Friday, which they have this giant art park that used to be the train station, hmm. but the trains don't really come through on those tracks anymore. And so all the vinyl record shops and old vintage clothing stores are consolidated into this one Tallahassee neighborhood. Mm. And we decided to open up kind of a workshop in there where we could keep our game projects and work on them throughout the week. And then once a month, the first Friday, we would open up and put all the games on free play, all the pinball machines and arcade games we have. And we would have, we had Tommy and Doctor Who and Demolition Man and maybe an X-Men on loan from somebody. So we would just let people play all these games and start trying to build the pinball scene and interest in North Florida. And people would say, you don't have any AC in here. It's crazy. Mm. <laughs> and there's too many people for you to only open once a month. And then you got an ACDC and they're like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, so eventually we acquired enough games that we opened up Flippin' Great Pinball in Tallahassee. And we used... Uh, rather than quarter drop, we use the admission model mm. where you pay 15 bucks and just play all day from mm. noon to midnight. And uh, that went really, really well, actually. Um, they're still open and still going. Mm. Um, I was a part owner in that and uh, was until I decided to move here to Seattle about a year ago. Um, and one of the cool things that we did at Flippin' Great that we're really proud of is there are a lot of schools and summer programs in North Florida. 
and we created a STEM lesson for kids to be able to come as part of the summer camp programs. Um, So they would come for two hours on a Wednesday afternoon or something. And we would open up the game and lift the play field up and show them all the magnets and coils and stuff underneath and the wiring. And they would do that for an hour or so. And we'd pass around a pinball. They'd be like, wow, this is way heavier than I would have imagined. You know, (laughs) stuff that people who aren't exposed to pinball from a young age don't know. Mm -hmm. And uh, then they got to flip around for an hour. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, Yeah. that's really neat. Like if I was a kid, I'd be like, am I getting hoodwinked? Like, wait, you're telling me I'm getting credit for going to play pinball? Hold on a second. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's it. That's awesome. And one of the coolest things, I mean, kind of everybody has their story about remembering the first game that they played or had. Um, And so these kids are starting to now build that memory of like, oh, we went to this place today and they had a Super Mario Brothers pinball Mm -hmm. machine. That's the greatest ever. But also it was interesting because some of the older people coming that were camp counselors, even, you know, late teenagers or early 20s college students trying to make a couple extra bucks working at the summer camp, Mm -hmm. they would come and they wouldn't really get to play. So they would be like, oh, I've got to come back later today. Oh, sure. (laughs) And I'm going to bring my dad too, because he didn't even know this place was here. Oh, that's Um, awesome. Great exposure. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a lot of word of mouth from that, but it was also cool just watching somebody bring their parent back and be like, look at this. We came here today. This is amazing. And then of course the parents would start talking about, Oh, back in the seventies, I used Mm -hmm. to have a meteor down at the laundromat. (laughs) (laughs) So you had like three uh, generations come in one day. Yeah. That's really cool. That's amazing. It was awesome to see. Mm -hmm. Uh, now I'm guessing you didn't move to Seattle because of pinball, but were you aware of the scene? (laughs) You were, was that, uh, perk that you knew coming in? <laughs> I like to think that I did move right. to Seattle. Okay. Pinball. Fair enough. <laughs> Look at no, me assuming absolutely. things. I moved here for work, but um, one of the huge factors was well, wanting to leave Florida for <laughs> I mean, a I number of different that. reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but knowing how big the pinball scene was here was a big time component of choosing to come here because trying to compete I love competitive pinball Mm -hmm. and in North Florida, there was none. We tried to hold weekly or monthly competitions at my arcade, but you know, we would get six to seven people at the once a month thing wasn't enough. And even there's a huge pinball scene. I mean, before Raymond Davidson was the U S champion, it was Eric stone from Florida. He's a phenomenal player. I know that name. I didn't realize he was a Florida guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He, um, is the free state pinball association from Florida. Is that, Free State Pinball, is that Florida or is that somewhere else? Free State isn't, I, I want to say that. I'm going to guess no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's Florida. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. I always like saw that acronym and thought that the F was for Florida, but I'm yeah. wrong. Um, but which, which ones did you guys have? Well, so there is a huge scene down in uh, Orlando, Tampa, Fort Myers, mm-hmm. Miami area. And most of those players converge at a place called the Pinball Asylum in Fort Myers, which is this enormous pinball warehouse. Wow. All the collectors have stuff there on loan typically and, and it's fun to go down there. But from Tallahassee, that's you know an eight hour drive. Yeah. So trying to do that every couple of weeks or a month just isn't feasible. No. Or I can drive six hours to Atlanta and, and compete for a weekend. Sure. So there's Southern Fried Game Room Expo, which is once a year. Uh-huh. That's worth going to, but then you know, am I driving up for a weekly? Probably not. No. Yeah. <laughs> so. So you would kind of hit the bigger, like monthly or annual tournaments. Yeah, I would try to play in the you know 
annual pin golf or pin brawl style stuff, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. But even trying to look at my IFPA ranking, I'd be like, well, that was a lot of work to finish 20th. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man, I kind of think I, I do feel for people that are in kind of a pinball desert and they can't grab those if points as, as uh, easily as it is in the Northwest. Mm-hmm. Where you're just saturated in points. Yeah, just <laughs> swimming know? in them, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kayla, I looked it up, and Free State Pinball Association uh, is based out of uh, Maryland. Oh, okay. uh, and also includes D.C. and uh-huh. like North Virginia, apparently. The DMV, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the DMV. Yeah. So I guess it, maybe Maryland is the free state? I'm not sure. Or if, or, if <laughs> or D.C. is the free state because it's not a state? Yeah, it's the unstate. Yeah. Um. And if anyone uh, listening is ever in the D.C. area looking for some good pinball, Check Lyman's. out Lyman's Tavern. Yeah, it Lyman's is the rules. coolest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was born in D.C. and I went back there a couple of years ago um, after Pinburg and went played at Lyman's. It's great. Yeah. Um, so, But yeah, exactly what you said. The people who are in pinball deserts and either can't find games to play where they are or you know, there's one location with two games. I mean, mm-hmm. before we opened Flippin' Great Pinball, the only place that you could go was a bar that had a beat up ACDC mm. in it mm. and you just looked at it and you were sad Yeah, <laughs> and yep. not because it was ACDC. Right. <laughs> just cause like, this is the only choice you have. It's like, I don't know if I really want to get into this. Yeah. Like I was in the Minneapolis airport and they had a pinball there, but like a non-working Indiana Jones, like it would flip it or it was, it would launch, but like not flip. And I was like, this is so boring. Oh, you know? like, <laughs> it sucks. So yeah. I moved to Seattle last at the end of February last year. Okay. And within two days, I told my wife, I've got to find some pinball to play. <laughs> so I posted on Reddit and said, who, who can point me in the right direction? Mm-hmm. Where should I be looking for pinball, competitive pinball? And of course, Skillshot mm-hmm. is the first place <laughs> everyone tells you to look now, yes. which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh I, that's how I got introduced to Monday Night Pinball. Sure. And became aware of that entire world. So did you just like um, go to the website and throw your name into that and try to get on a team that way? Uh, so my buddy Michael Zuino, who a lot of people know, uh, he plays on the Magic Saves team. Uh, he kind of shepherded me, shepherded me into that mm-hmm. um, by saying, hey, there's this Monday Night League and it's fun and I might need a sub this week. So check out this the page for substitute players and mm-hmm. maybe someone will need one this week and uh brett wolf and taylor minter the co-captains of northern lights at mm-hmm. olaf's sent me a message and said hey we need a couple subs this week so why don't you come on board and we'll see how you do and then we had a really great time that night and they immediately invited me to join the team as a permanent oh, member awesome and i've been on the team since this is our my third season on the team. Nice. Yeah, that's great. And we won that first season, which was Dude, kind of yeah. crazy. Like won the entire thing. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, all right, cool. Yeah. I've gone from rags to riches. <laughs> I guess I'll keep doing this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I was getting to not only, you know, have a home team at Olaf's and they have a bunch of great games like Doctor Who, which I really love. And that black hole is still there, right? Yeah. yeah. The black hole, which never seems to have a tilt bob. We know it's mm. in there, but it just never <laughs> does anything during competitive play. Um, but then also for the away games allowed me to start exploring a lot of the places around town, like another castle and shorties and Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, how are so many places within a stone's throw of each other? Right. And they all have amazing games. And like, 
even the thought of getting to play a Jersey Jack game was really exciting. Sure. <laughs> I could totally see that. And then you're like writing letters back home. You're like, look, there's this and this. And this. Like, right. We don't believe you. There's no way. <laughs> They're just like, shut up. We don't care anymore. Yeah. Yes, you get to play all the cool games. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, 8-Bit and Shorties are really good about getting uh, the new games like pretty quickly. So that's cool. I know 8-Bit should have Swords of Fury or Swords of Rage. See, I just need to plug that into my brain. Uh, incredulity. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. hard to call it Swords of Rage when there's like not a sword on the pinball machine. There's a sh- he's the, the knight has a shield and a mace. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. Maybe what are we doing here? Is it our Swords of Rage? It, it yeah. is our sword. Oh. That's what it, they say. Oh, okay. We're fighting the Black Knight using the sword. I see. Okay. Yeah. All right, it's coming together a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll wait and see. Yeah, I'll wait for the fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a uh, wh- where are we in the season right now? And with Monday Night Pinball, how many games are left? So there are eleven weeks in the regular season, and this would okay. be the eleventh week. But there's but a snow week, right? There's a snow week because mm-hmm. of the insane blizzard that happened back in. January, I think. Yeah. So, Another thing you, your Floridian friends would not believe. Right. <laughs> that was, I'm not sure I believe it. I lived right. it. Um, so we will play week one next week. And then I think we have a week off and then we play quarterfinals and semifinals. And okay. Play the rest of those. And then the, the final finals, because everything got moved back a week, I believe are the Monday before the Northwest Pinball and Arcade oh, Show. Oh, I see. So yeah. there's going to be a whole lot of pinball going on that week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sounds like it. Where's your team sitting right now? We are in sixth place. We in had the A a, division? Yes, in the nice. A division. We had a really rough start this season. We went either 0-3 or 0-4. Mm. And then we just went on a streak of good matches and uh, pulled a lot of wins out. Nice. And well, yeah, we're, we're getting close. That's certainly how you want to do it, right? Is uh <laughs> You want to surge at the end. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't show your hand right the first week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finish, execute, you know, mm-hmm. at the end. You can you can stumble out of the gates, but... Um, so what's the cutoff for, uh, the, for the playoffs? It's sixth. So, so they take the right teams line, one right. and two, get a bye for the quarterfinals, sure. while three, four, five, six play, and then the winners of I think three and six play and four and five play mm-hmm. and the winners of each of those matches play one and two in semis makes sense mm-hmm. so y'all are right there on the cusp you're currently in sixth but you are technically I'm looking at the standings right yeah. here tied uh in terms of win-loss record with uh 18 ball deluxe death sabers and iron bullies oh so that points uh that points differential is critical here yeah mm-hmm. and no we breathing room yeah, absolutely. And we lucked out because all of the games that we lost, we lost by just one or two points. Oh, that's good. Under the threshold where, you know, if the game had gone the other way, we would have won the match. Mm-hmm. It's like 49-51 um, kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then games that we won, we won by better like 60-40. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. So That's good. So, so you're grabbing those points. At the mm-hmm. top of the points for our win-loss and now we just have to try and win some matches and yeah. and finish strong. Don't let those soda jerks take many points from you. Oh, no. I, no guarantees. Yeah. <laughs> Guard the points. Oh, Playing against Raymond Davidson is one of the toughest things you'll ever do in football. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I try to remember, like, remind my team when I was doing MMP. It's like, well, he only gets to play three three rounds. Like, it's not that bad. <laughs> only one person, one or two people are playing him around. Well, we can make it. <laughs> yeah, but he's still, like, is going to get 100% of the points 100% of the time. That's right. Mm-hmm. We played him in the finals uh, the year that we won, 
and I played a game of Batman 66 against him. I want to say he played, for no exaggeration, 45 minutes. On one ball, probably. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's ridiculous. (laughs) I know I've told this story before, but my first encounter with Raymond Davidson was 10 years ago at the Northwest show in 2009 when they were doing, they would give you two um, pinbacks that had, one had an arcade machine on it and one had a pinball machine on it. And you would approach a person, a stranger, they would, you know, hope and say, I challenge you to a game of arcade or pinball. If you won, you took that person's pin, their badge. Mm. And then you would have a collection of all these pins. And I was like playing, I wanted to play Black Rose. And there's this kid standing up there. It's like, what is this guy? Like 12? I'm going to beat this kid with Black Rose. (laughs) It's Raymond Davidson. He owns a Black Rose. Like he's ridiculously good at this point anyways. (laughs) And he's got one in his garage. You know, like what am I even doing? Yeah. I'm just like wandering in the, into the lion's den with like that Lady Gaga meat dress or something. You know? like, <laughs> <basically. Yeah>. uh, <laughs> so you didn't win that match. No. Okay. No, no, <laughs> just no. checking. <laughs> um, let's see. Where we go from here? You Okay. Speaking of in tough competition, you were just in the last... Last month of Seattle Pinball League, you were in the A division, right? Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, the, the A group, or I don't know. Oh, yeah, A grouping. It had to be a mistake. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Clerical error, not yeah. in your favor. <laughs> but uh, they started reading off the names, and they say, all right, the first group is Raymond Davidson and Mike Corbett and Lonnie Langford, and, and I'm like, oh, sure, it'll be Kaylee George sure. or uh, you know someone else who's Stewart, a really strong. Whatever, right. Yeah. They say, and Steven Donaldson, and I said, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Wake up, I thought wake I was going to have up. fun today. Yeah. <laughs> so then Raymond said, quick, pick a game so that we can get on it right away. And I said, mm-hmm. Frankenstein, because I knew that he would hate playing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how did it go? Oh, not well. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> for me, it went, it went great. We actually had a lot of fun, but mm-hmm. we were playing these really difficult examples of Frankenstein and Monsters, mm-hmm. L.E., and Transformers LE. Mm. And uh, these are games that I know what to do on. I know the rule set. Uh, we also played 24, I think. And, uh, oh man, I just couldn't make anything happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, could be nerves knowing that you're playing Raymond Davidson sure. and, and Mike Corbett and Lonnie Lankford, who yeah. are just fantastic players. If Lonnie Lankford's getting less than six billion on Guardians of the Galaxy, he's having a bad day. <sighs> so ridiculous. <laughs> um, I said, oh, well, I guess I'll uh, round out the bottom of this group where I'm meant to do. Yeah. Put yourself, like, land where you need to in the next round (laughs) or next month. Absolutely. How did, um, leading up to this, like, how did your matches go in the last couple months? Like, that kind of skyrocketed you up to the top? I think so. I think uh, the first month I won out of my group, did pretty well. That was at Dave Stewart's place. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had a really good Tommy game. And also, I think, a really good whitewater game Mm. that had me do well. And then at Raymond Davidson's place, um, Mike Corbett was in our group, and I just barely didn't make the cut, I Mm. think. Um, I did all right on Dialed In and then had a bunch of other bad games on games that I know how to play, like Lord of the Rings Mm. and Tron and other stuff. But some days, things just don't go your way with pinball. Right, yeah. That's what's happening to me in this season of Seattle Pinball League. It's not been good. But um, let's see. So then that this would be your – that's so three months of the league. That's your only three wins? 
Yes. Because you didn't play last year, correct? Correct. Okay. So I, from my understanding, I think that they put newcomers in the middle of the pack and sink or swim. And then like as you progress into the in the league, like they get more data on you and your handicap adjusts from there. So you probably were put in the middle and then you rose and wrote like you're like they're like oh you can handle this like we're gonna keep bumping you up and bumping you up yeah. so yeah <laughs> whoops yeah kind of can shoot yourself in the foot that way sometimes <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully they'll settle you down into like a you know c or d next month next oh, month i sure hope so yeah where you can like really put the put the work in i don't think i can take that a division again right yeah it's, it's rough i was in it one time like four years ago and I felt like I was the little kid at the big kids table. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was Kevin, Raymond and Dave and they weren't e- like, there was a problem, no good gophers. And I felt like they weren't even including me into that, that conversation. Oh. They're like, Oh, we'll just do that. Cause they were, you know, speaking about deep strategy stuff. That was the, some, probably some of it was over my head, but I felt like I wasn't invited to that party. Like I just like showed up and didn't belong. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll go get the, the Lincoln logs and go sit right. over here. Yeah. Do you guys need a, a new lemonade refresher or something? Like, you know, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. They're tough competition, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the way you get better is to keep playing and mm-hmm. go around. And so that's all I'm trying to do is play as much pinball as possible. Yeah. Fantastic. Yep. You got to keep on, you got to cut your teeth. You got to just log them hours mm-hmm. to them games. Um, well, I'd like to take this opportunity if it's all right to uh, pitch you guys an idea. Okay. I'm here for this. Fantastic. <laughs> Do uh, a pivot. Um, fa- fans of the show are familiar with and generally uh, enjoy name that game. It's a fun game. Uh, it is also, uh, it requires a little bit of work on my part and uh, some technical uh, aspects that I haven't quite gotten up and running on this computer yet. So unfortunately I still do not have a name that game for us. However, I've pulled a new idea out of uh, my big bag of uh, dumb game ideas, and uh, I call it Elevator Pitch. Are you guys ready? Okay. Okay, here's the premise. You're at the Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show. Uh, You get to the elevator at the Tacoma Convention Center, inadvertently interrupting a conversation between Gary Stern and Jersey Jack. Hmm. They're both looking for fresh themes for a new pinball table, and and they ask you if you've got any ideas. So I'm going to give each of you... 30 seconds oh, man. Uh, to come up with a game idea for the category that we choose. And uh, I'll give you like 20 seconds before. No, not even that. Just a few seconds before that where you can stop and think about <laughs> okay. it. Um, so what we're going to do, <laughs> we're going to make this really convoluted. Um, and one of you, you two are going to guess uh, when a machine came, which year a uh, pin came out. And whoever's closest okay. uh, will choose the category. Okay. 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 Um, and I don't really care who goes first for the guessing. Uh, why don't you guys uh, pick a number between one and ten? All right. I'll take seven. Three. Okay. It was seven. So <laughs> nice. Okay. And now you get to say more things. Uh, when did Surf Champ come out, Kayla? Let's go with seventy-six. You nailed it. Okay. Really? So you're going to pick our category. <laughs> you don't even get a shot. But uh, This is so fun. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what I'll do. After Kayla picks a category, uh, let's see. No, before Kayla picks a category. This is going to be more dastardly. Uh, and Okay. Before Kayla picks a category, we're going to uh, guess, and you'll go first this time, okay. Stephen, uh, on how many Surf Champs 
were put in production. Mm. And whoever wins this can choose to go first or second. Obviously, I think second is kind of the spot here because you have more time to listen. You know what your opponent goes with. Okay. So just to clarify, we're both working off the same category. Yes. You're going to pick a category. I have five categories that you can choose from. Okay. And and then uh, one of you will will start. This is fun. Okay, good. Oh I'm glad goodness. you like it. How many how many uh, surf champs went into production? Twenty two hundred. Kayla. Nine hundred. Ten thousand seventy. Oh my goodness! Wow. I know you were both way yeah. off. Ten thousand surf champs. <laughs> I know. I figured it would be one of those that like you think that you see it around a lot, but they never really made that many. Wow, mm-hmm. ten thousand. That's quite a bit. Yeah, that's a, it it came up as confirmed on IPDB. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Go figure. So I'm guessing you're gonna want to go second or would you rather go first? I would you, like to go second, please. Mm. Okay. Um cool. And I will allow I realize we should have asked you that right after we got the category. So if you feel like going first after Kayla picks the category, that's okay. Okay. And then we'll we'll start off very quickly. Cat uh Kayla. Kayla, your categories are pretty broad for the most part. Put on your trip back right now. Let's hear it. (laughs) Your categories are uh, TV shows, movies, music, the internet, or historical events. Okay. History. Yeah. All right. Well, I already had an idea in mind, so I'm going to go with Jersey Shore TV. Oh, you're going TV show. Okay. Um, All right. And you still want to go second? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I like tip my hand way too fast. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Your 30 seconds start now. Yeah, so I'm just going to talk to Jack and like Gary can get off at whatever floor he wants to. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, listen, let's go to the shore. Let's hit a roller coaster. I'm like, we can do something fun like on Roller Coaster Tycoon. Um, someone's going to get pregnant while you play this. We're going to have some drinks, you know. Um, so there's going to be at least like um, a carny in the middle from the shore and and then just lots of like cat fights going on on the side here. Uh, we'll have some ramps and, and yeah, Snooki will be there. It'll be great. And that's time. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Well done. Not bad. You zeroed in on an idea. You went for it. Okay. Uh, we'll take that into consideration. Uh, it's interesting how you uh, you just directed it to uh, to the person you thought was most amenable to the pitch. Well, I so. know how Jersey guys are. You that's know. true. Good point. Okay, Stephen, are you ready? Doesn't nope. matter. Here Let's it go. comes. <laughs> and go. All right. Uh, I'm I'm talking to Gary or Jack. I need a Lost pinball machine. Mm. Oh. I am a huge fan of Lost, and there are so many things you can do. I'm stalling for time as much as possible. No, I want to see a Mist multi-ball a la Bram Stoker's Dracula with the black smoke monster. I want that to be a spinning magnet disc under the play field mm. that will capture three balls, Mist style, and spin them around and then fling them in all different directions. Um, I want a Dharma station lock and multi-ball. I want everything. And that's that. Okay. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, the ball lock can go a lot of good ways, you know. Absolutely. John Lock, ball lock. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Get to the hatch. (laughs) Don't give him an alley-oop. You know, don't delay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I guess I arbitrarily decide now, but uh, we should come up with a better way. I should be making a... You know, I should have metrics that I'm, yeah. you know, uh, gosh, that that's hard. You both had a uh, good pitches. Uh, Kayla, again, I really appreciated how you like zeroed in on, uh, you know, your your target audience and knew how to pitch him. You had some interesting ideas. I would have liked to hear uh, more about how you specifically would uh, uh, work off that theme. But you had a, no- a lot of nice elements that you touched upon. Yeah, I would like to know more, too. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, also, I'm a big Jersey Shore fan. Oh, okay. I think if you watch it as satire, it's one of the greatest shows totally. ever. I've seen maybe like 30 minutes of it. So, Stephen, 
I, I think Lost is a fantastic uh, license to go for, and I think it would excite a lot of people. So right out of the gates, that was a, a smart choice. Uh, unfortunately, you only really got into uh, describing one admittedly pretty awesome uh, and detailed uh, uh, mode for it. Uh, so I was I was pretty into that. Uh, and and it would have been fun to hear where you would have gone if you had a little more time in the elevator uh, with the Dharma station that we were talking about <laughs> Hit there. Hit that emergency stop button real quick. <laughs> exactly. Wait, there's more! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, both well done. Way to run with that. I am going to give this to Kayla because oh, wow. it was Thank you. very direct. Uh, yeah, nice work. But I would buy good. Jersey Shore pinball all day. <laughs> Put it on the shore. It's going to be great. Oh, that yeah. was very competitive, and I'm really glad that you guys... Uh, I want a lost pinball machine now, though. Me, yeah, like, me too. Especially with those, like, uh, Lexi Lightspeed with that, like, a uh, touchscreen kind Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. You could do a smoke trail with that ball, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, if you, I would personally uh, rather play the last game. But. Mm-hmm. Someone <laughs> listening will probably point out that somebody many years ago tried a homebrew lost pinball machine. Oh, really? I was unaware. Um, but I don't think it was ever finished. It's kind of like the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey. Ouch. Oh, Ooh, shots fired. Daggers into my heart. <laughs> no, they had some neat stuff. It was, it was Still kind waiting of for like, a code uh, update from the... Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Sorry. No, I was just going to say it was... Uh, less far along than the archer one ultimately was mm. before it became iron maiden and i remember thinking if this is going to be a real game i can't wait and then it just didn't happen yeah that seems like my watching of loss like getting my hopes up over and over again i'm sorry <laughs> i really i did enjoy the show i just felt like the ending was not as good as the the previous seasons yeah hot take i mean yeah yeah like i share that with many people in yes. america there are, we are legion legion <laughs> Um, yes, no, I, I tend to agree too, but, uh, great. Uh, I think I'm going to tweak that a little bit and we're going to bring that game back. I like okay. it a lot. Yeah. Uh, cool. Right. Do you want to do an elevator pitch too while we have this going? Uh, we could try it. Sure. Uh, cause you I, never get to be in the hot seat. So. I guess that's true. Am I doing a TV show as well then? Or? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. You can <sighs> do the bonus round and then just do like, there's no pressure to win or lose. You can just do a 30 second TV show pitch. Damn. I was going to time you and I turned my phone. Off. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll start the timer here. Um, I'm going with Alf. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's favorite curmudgeonly alien from the 80s. Uh, it's almost exclusively going to focus on how badly he wants to eat cats. <laughs> <Yeah>. most, of, <laughs> most of the modes are going to be cat related. Um, I am going to have a, a mini game with a sunken play field that is like, like a little baseball bat game because mm. I had a, a an ALF baseball puppet and 7-inch <laughs> when I was a kid. So we're going to bring awesome. that license in. Anyway, that's what I got. That sounds say, really fun. You almost described bad cats. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Except it could for just be. Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> we could just take that game and kind of, you know, mod it out. <laughs> when I was getting this tattoo of my cat that's passed away, the guy next to me was getting an elf tattoo. And I was like, hey, your, your tattoo better stay the fuck away from my tattoo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I'm glad that we got the chance to talk about yeah. elf on the show today. <laughs> Alien life form is what it stands for, right? That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, well, I don't have another game. Uh, so I guess should we move into plugs here? Sure. Okay. I don't know what I have. Gosh, Besides, I don't have two. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the new issue of Skillshot. That's right. Uh, as of this recording, we just did paste up, mm-hmm. and so it'll be out in your hands probably within a week before or after you listening to this episode. Um, and you're probably listening to this 
right around or right before um, the show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, talk to us at the show. Most of us are going to be there. We're, we're going to have the new issue out there for you. We've got a great crossword in it again. Uh, I, yeah, skill shot. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really cool. Um, and just to warn people in case we drop things out of order, because we are working on planning, we're planning a, uh, another a- uh, interview with Dan Halligan mm-hmm. leading up to the Northwest show, which we do every year. Um, maybe our timing will work out. Maybe we'll have episode 70 come out before episode 67. I don't know what will happen, <laughs> yeah. but just bear with us and don't pay attention to the numbers. Um, <laughs> so that's coming. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, um, the if you listen to this around may i guess babes and pinland um is going to have that satellite tournament you should go to um well if you win that you're going to get in like a fast track to the women's tournament where they're giving away a swords of rage machine there which is cool um and then i guess personal plug all i have is that my one punk's guide to star trek is in the finishing edits now and it should come out around october um in Razor Cake Magazine. I'm very excited for that. I have 11,000 words on Star Trek and punk, and you should read them. Woo. Yeah. That's awesome. Steven, and uh, you I'll, I'll just plug the things that I'm involved in. Uh, MondayNightPinball.com. Check that out if you're listening and interested in maybe joining up on a team or subbing for a team. That's the place where you can go and sign up and get a little more info on that. Um, or check out FlippinGreat.com, which is the website for our arcade if you want some visuals on what the arcade looked like it's pretty cool nice awesome uh yeah and as always you can find us uh on facebook at skillshot or skillshot pincast uh find us on twitter follow us there at skillshot we don't use it very often but if you start interacting with us we'll make it happen more often skill-shot.com is the website we've got an app that is so cool uh so download that if you need to find uh machines around town and, and if you're listening to this and think that this sounded like a lot of fun and you want to be part of it, shoot us an email and t- you know figure out how um, some scheduling of getting you on the show. Yeah. And uh, where can they email us, Kayla? Oh, that's at skillshotpincast at gmail.com. That's right. That's skillshotpincast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? Nope. Fantastic. Uh, I will testify that this was fun. So if you're thinking <laughs> about emailing them, you definitely should. There yes. we go. Straight from the guest's <laughs> mouth. Uh, thank you so much for and joining us, And here's your us, $20 Steven. for being here. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> and here's your additional $20 for saying well, you enjoyed yeah. it. All right. <laughs> pinball money. <laughs> sweet, sweet pinball money. Uh, yep. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you guys soon. All right. Bye. Bye.